Hi, this is David. And I'm Kyle. Welcome to the Tips Engineering Podcast. And today, Kyle, I want to get something off my chest. Something yeah. happened over this weekend. Yep. And particularly on Father's Day, which was two days ago. Yep. All right. I was scrolling through my Facebook and I noticed a few single mothers <clears throat> Sorry. talking about how they had to be strong women and they had to be the father and so happy father's day to them you, for you raising can't, these you kids can't wish, you can't wish any of those holidays on yourself that's like terrible yeah that's what that's what that's what upset me is why why are you i i couldn't understand this on two on two levels one. Look at this breakdown he's got already. I like <laughs> on this. two I levels. Like, I like I, two levels. I'm pissed already. <laughs> I I um I couldn't understand why you're taking away from Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Like Father's Day is meant for the men who were there, who supported their kids, who did everything, almost almost everything right. Yeah, you know yeah. who were involved. We're celebrating those men. We're not celebrating the father figure. You know what I mean? To springboard off of that, <clears throat> I think in a way that they could have done it acceptable is they could have said, "Congrats to all you fathers that are doing it right." Yes, you know, How kinda, about that kind of kind of like take it like take it a different angle at it. You know, like 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 oh, I guess the, you know someone in their life wasn't doing it right. Yeah, because essentially what you're doing with a post <coughs> of, you know, Happy Father's Day to someone like me, or Happy Father's Day to all the single mothers who had to be a father. Is what you, essentially what you're doing is you're shaming the men who weren't there, yeah, for your kids. You're, you're like, oh no, giving, I, w- I would say congrats to the dads. A bad rap. I would say congrats to the fathers that were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying your post. I'm saying the posts that oh, I that. saw. Yeah, okay. Those yeah, yeah. are taking away from the good father for the fathers that were there. You're Agreed. taking away from them. Yeah, you're kind of. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm. Those, uh, peppers, that was your paps. Those, those peppers are really getting to me. My nose is running and everything ah, still. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I had some Serrano peppers right before this, and I'm still reacting. He likes to, to spice things up when we, when we start the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, agree. They're making a spectacle of themselves rather than making it about someone else is the way they should right, do it. You know, when, you know when you celebrate how strong you had to be? And how you had to be, quote unquote, both parents, the father and the mother. Mm-hmm. You do that on Mother's Day. Yeah. If you're the mother and you had to overcome so much, then make your Mother's Day twice as special or, you know, have people celebrate you on Mother's Day for doing what you did. But don't take away from the fathers that did things properly on Father's Day. I think so. I think. What was the second thing? It was it was two levels that you were It was pissed. two levels. That was one level. All right, all right, all right. The other one is a little more of a general level is why do women need this validation? You don't see men on Mother's Day saying, I had to be the mother to my kids and I had to do this and do that. So, you know, to all the single fathers out there, <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> you don't see that. No. Well, and that might be totally how the how those the gender classes work, you know. Um men are problem solvers. They just I mean, but by nature or nurture or whatever, <laughs> they they inherently are trying to fix people's problems. 
and spouting off online that you had to be both parties in raising a child is not solving anything yeah so who you're bragging to your fucking facebook friends that you had to that so you're bragging to your facebook friends that someone had a kid with you and left you and now you had to like overcome special circumstances which you know that on its own that you had to overcome special circumstances is congrats it's congrats, congrats like congrats, kudos yeah. to you that's awesome mm-hmm. but you don't go and tell 600 people about it yeah you know what i mean it's it's a little like it's something you just live with and do it on mother's day have people celebrate you on mother's day yeah and it just sounds like like is this like one post you saw or is this like a a, couple this is the theme now i saw a couple all right so the question is about the father the father's day thing i mean the mother's day thing now is do you think coming around when we get to mother's day bunch of the guys are going to no, spout No, it doesn't off. happen. You don't think it'll happen? No. All right. Mother's Day already happened, and I didn't see any of that. But now that this just happened, is this like the first year no, that it's gotten big? No, this is not the first year. Okay. Well, I don't, it happens all the time. I don't know, man. Women like the credit. Not all women. I'm just saying they're the ones <laughs> that I've seen. Don't fucking. Come on. Go for it. <laughs> they like the credit for being that much, you know, for being the strong woman who had to be a mother and a father. Men don't need that. And I I want to under I wish someone would explain why women need this validation. So email us at Tipsy Engineering because we both don't get it. Email us at tipsyengineering at gmail dot com. So first, it's like you know it's like the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. It's it's similar. Let me put the let me give you an analogy. Mm-hmm. When they had the Black Lives Matter movement, and then people came and said. Not just Black Lives Matter. All lives all matter. Lives matter. Yep, yep, yep. When they had the Oscars so white, when they were boycotting the Oscars because there weren't enough African American actors or directors making good enough movies to be considered for the Oscars, yep. they boycotted the Oscars. Oscars so black. Or Oscars so white, sorry. <laughs> and um it's like it's like going to uh, to a fundraiser for cancer and saying and standing up and like, I want to say something. Yep. What about AIDS? Like, are we not in support for AIDS? Terrible. And you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> yeah, it's it, it's a little. I just think, focus on the one thing and celebrate the one thing. It's that. It's that day. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, like, <sighs> like shut the fuck up. Like, it's kind of one of those where if you gave someone a day, let them have the fucking day. Yeah, you know what I mean, dude. Rifle it up on it right after midnight. After right after mi- I don't care. Twelve oh one. I don't care. Rifle up on Facebook and complain about it then. But just, just give the people their day. Seriously, and you know another thing that I noticed that was really funny that happened on Father's Day mm-hmm. was I have a couple friends on Facebook that I know for a fact are promiscuous ladies. Oh, and some of their posts are like you know uh, uh uh promiscuous pictures about them they talk about fucking like guys and nasty <coughs> like sexual shit oh yeah right? oh but, yeah but but <laughs> what what i thought was really funny is these women have the audacity to post i've seen i've seen some of these chicks post like sex videos on facebook that later got taken down 
but like like porn. These are some right? good, yeah. These are some good friends. I need to have more friends on so, Facebook. So like I've that. seen these friends that post <laughs> these type of things, and then on Father's Day they take a picture with their father and they post it on the same Facebook that they post all this other shit in. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was hilarious. You're like Just sharing like the same space with all your like dirty sexual shit and you know the love of for your father it wasn't like right next to each other though you know it's not like post after post okay a couple days apart <laughs> like close enough <laughs> come on they're a different person it's you know they're gonna be da- daddy just, daddy sweet little girl at that i time. just thought that was hilarious oh. like you're gonna be you're gonna be like promiscuous on the same or site. or or is it the same level if i'm a person that's just hunting for attention yeah which is it's probably just it's a personality type they just hunt for attention no matter what you know whether it's on snapchat like oh getting yeah likes and facebook whatever you know whatever i can put out dish out in a certain amount of time that is gonna get me likes i'm gonna do yeah that's fucked up yo but i don't know maybe that strokes your ego i mean yeah that's cool if strokes you know if it, <coughs> if it floats your boat but at the same time you're like you're using your family in this like i wouldn't post a picture of my parents if i ran a porn website like i would post that on there and be like happy mother's day to my parents (laughs) (laughs) maybe you would also (laughs) we're featuring this 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 film this week oh goodness (laughs) i don't know but that's the thing it might be a complex that's just i guess it's kind of like in hollywood it's like any news is good news i suppose it could be shitty it could be you know also in general how about the need to have to post something I don't have that. In general. I I don't <laughs> post things for like my if for me to get off on it. Mm-hmm. If I want to share something, it's because it's probably funnier, it's gonna make people laugh, or maybe it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part. <clears throat> some things I post that are stupid when I'm drunk. But it happens. It I, happens. I feel I feel like a lot of people have the need I don't okay, I don't understand it, so I'm not gonna call it a need, but People like to post things and I don't understand why you need to share this with your 600 online friends instead of just embracing it as a part of your life in its actuality. Do you get what I'm saying? Like in real life, why don't you just celebrate in real life and not really have to, you know, write a paragraph post celebrating whatever it is that you're celebrating? Mm. I think that really has to stem like, I mean, this that's a pretty systemic thing. Like, just think about, I'm thinking about when I was playing sports when I was younger and it was like, you know, people be filming it, right? And they're so, so much paying attention to to, to filming that they're not like engaged, you know, they're not cheering, they're not, you know, they're just filming. Okay. Like, this has got to be a good video because we could watch it later. Dude, I've never gone back and watched those videos again. Right. And, and like the only time I've ever seen them used is in like kind of like a montage of someone like did like some music video like you know and they got just few clip seconds out of them right but you know you're taking yourself out of the immediate reality right like you're saying mm-hmm. like celebrate it now and then delaying that for later which may never happen again I don't know I'm all about right now right now I guess they've like the minds the minds that be have I need a beer have created we'll take a beer break in a second <laughs> the minds you know the people in power mm-hmm. 
I suppose the the culture shifters have created this necessity for people to share things online. And I think it's gone a little overboard where people can't do something without selling. People can't go to the gym anymore without saying, I'm going to go to the gym today and I'm going to get fucking ripped. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no like self. um, There's no policing or like no filter. Yeah, they they somehow created the need for people to uh, want to display their life. And we could get into Big Brother. I mean, like, we're just giving in. We're just giving them all the info. (laughs) This is true, yes. But But we don't don't even have to post things to to give them what they want. We have cell phones and they know exactly what we want. Oh, they take it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess... Along the posting thing, you know, like 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 your example, if someone's going to the gym, you know, they're going to post up when they're going to the gym. And I did that to be funny with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, it was more like a winter's ending and I was trying to get more people on, on Facebook board. Facebook or on Snapchat? It was Snapchat. I think it's a little different on Snapchat because you're sending it to specific <coughs> people. Okay. At least you did because I was, I was on the receiving end of that. Mm-hmm. And you did to be funny and and I think that's how, that's, I think that's, that's just like, you it's almost like we saw each other and you're like yeah dude i've been going to the gym so it's it's almost like just having a conversation with somebody so it's a little so you're saying snapchat now on your story that okay that story's different right story is different especially now than the latest update where it just like if you click on story like rolls through everyone's Mm -hmm. i fucking hate that dude yeah same you know what it does? It's, it's it's forcing me to delete people that I really didn't want to see their story. Yeah, I'm just like, whoa! I actually didn't want that person on, on yeah, Snapchat anymore. Yeah, because I don't want a certain people to know. Like, yeah, you know, I want to. I'm like purposely neglecting certain people's stories, mm-hmm. so they'll never see me on their fucking like who checked me out. <laughs> <laughs> so when it does that and it goes on one of those people, I get pissed. Yeah. No, so, <clears throat> yeah, just thinking about that. It's uh, all right. So there's kind of a level, and that's kind of how before the Snapchat story thing went to just you know displaying for everybody. When it was like you had to go, you had to go click on it, you know. Oh, you know. So basically, it was who you sent to, and then the story was just kind of like for replays before that happened and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. So I used it, you know. It's me sending something personally to you. Yep. Whether I send it to a couple people or not, you know, it's like, oh, all my friends that like cars and I just kind of send it just to them. Yeah. Which I thought was really kind of nifty. But Facebook is like, I want to spam everyone I know. Right. Over something that happened. And Facebook can be useful. Uh, And sharing things to 600 people Mm -hmm. can be useful. But some people, I think, (coughs) share way too much and they've created this need to share these things and oversharing is that is that a personality type now a sharer but what happened what what was going on before facebook it's not like they were calling all their friends and or putting them on a mailing list on an email list saying oh you know what it was i know exactly what it is it's when you go and you meet someone now you find him in the bars an old friend Mm -hmm. you go there was actually that conversation like went hey how are you doing what have you been up to now it's like hey how are you doing I've seen everything you've been yeah. doing. I saw that kid. I saw this. I'm just going to delete Facebook, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right now. No, I mean, there's been, I've really thought about what that means. Because I've done the same thing where you go up and meet someone and you're like, even for me, and I don't even browse Facebook that much. Mm-hmm. I'll go on and I'll, you know, scroll through. Like, I'm not like going to go 
on my story or whatever and, and go till I've seen it last. I'll just like last five things uh-huh. on there or something. I'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. But even then you see enough of people that you'll figure out. You're like, Oh, you're like, Oh man, he lives in Nebraska now. You yep. know, it just something. But then if you ever see him again, you're like, Oh yeah. How's Nebraska? You can tell when people break <clears throat> up. Like you don't even have to ask. Yeah, it's a little. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm I walked it, in here. I, I already knew you looked hot at the wedding, and you were like, "Yeah, I looked hot at the wedding." And I was like, <laughs> "I already knew it. I already knew about it from Cause, Facebook." Because stuff was thrown up there. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I I think about that. We're actually we're living part of our lives online now. Like that's that's an extension of ourselves. And maybe maybe people are just propping themselves up, right? Oh yeah, because a lot of people tend to make their lives seem better than they actually are online yeah and so maybe it's even a second life because i'm living i'm post i'm living on facebook the life i wish i had that's the third life i think here's the first first life is one you're living Uh uh-huh second life is what you can show off right okay i bought new cars i got this they go oh he must have a good job he's Mm -hmm. got this third life is now that extension of yourself that's on the online you have like you have another extension that you can right you you only show people the things you you want them to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're 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 sh- you're shaping your image. Your persona. You're yeah. like you're yeah. You're shaping your image, but you're not really shaping who you are inside. No. Interesting. I really need a beer now, though. All right. My mouth is still. Burning. We're gonna take a beer break. <laughs> And uh, we're going to come back talking about Facebook and how it destroys everybody. We're also going to come back talking about Florida and how it's the most dangerous state in the country. (laughs) Beer break. All right. All right. All right. Back from beer break. Kyle, do you want to finish off this Facebook topic? Um, I don't even know where I was going about Facebook. Probably about canning it. Just gonna. Del- the only thing that I that it prevents me from actually killing it, being done with it, is pic. It's like pictures. Okay. That's it. You know. So I got people that take me with pictures in the race car. Pic- pictures and events. Okay. I like events. That's one of my my new favorite things. Is the like events is it? You save <laughs> events, and then a week before the events happened, it mm-hmm. reminds you, like, hey, you have these two events upcoming this week. That's pretty neat. That's like one of the features I but, like. But the events could be. Like if it's not a collaborative thing, you know, so for like the bachelor party, you mm-hmm. know, you're getting people to respond back, you know, if they're going to be in town or not. If it wasn't like that, an email could handle that still. Sucks a little more, but. I like, I like that you find out about events. Like if uh, a restaurant's hosting a wine tasting. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And it just comes up on your timeline. You go, I'm interested in this. And a week before it happens, you get reminded. Yeah, that's but that's big brother right there. I guess they, they tracked you enough to realize that you'd like that, but I wouldn't be and able to. Yeah. Well, otherwise I wouldn't be able to find out about it. You know, I don't read the newspaper. I'm not in ad advertisement happens on Facebook now. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So in that regard, I like some of the things I see on Facebook. I like how there's like, if you like enough, like educational pages, <clears throat> excuse me. You'll get like technical news, so a, a breakthrough in science, oh, okay. you know, things like that. So yeah. I enjoy that. There's Facebook can be useful, you know. It doesn't have to be just showing off, or you but know. That's what it is, though. For a lot of people, I would say yes, but I mean, I'm not saying I use it in the best way possible, mm-hmm. but I like the way I use Facebook because I get information from it. 
You do a lot of pulling from it. I do a lot of pulling. I don't add a lot to the pool. I mean, that's that's admirable at least because there's a lot of people that just add shit to the pool. Yeah, there's people who post a shit like million pictures, times of a, several baby times a day. And, oh man, I have a, I have a difficult time posting a couple times a month. See, I like I like posting sometimes for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I posted something today about potential trades that the Chicago Bulls should make for this upcoming basketball season. And, you know, I got at least one friend to participate and be like, no, that's a dumb trade. And we like talked about it a little bit. Banter and some other people yeah. join in kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's how, that's how I enjoy <coughs> Facebook. Okay. That makes sense. Every once in a while I'll post a picture like my vacation and be like, you bish. Exactly. This is what right? I'm doing. Right? Yeah, so yeah. So even you, you're, you're getting, into I'm the not whole, perfect. Like, I'm yeah, definitely I'm not, not perfect. perfect. I'm going to no. go brag it up on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? It's it's certain things are Facebook worthy. Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna get me some bragging rights on Facebook. Hell yeah! <laughs> Especially I make my Facebook public so my ex girlfriends can look at it. Oh gosh, <laughs> YouTube. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that just brings it to a whole whole another level. I All guess. the chicks that uh, you know, that have that have been you part know? of my yeah, life. Yeah, what, what's this little hand All gestures the chicks you're doing? That you know. <laughs> That you digs, <laughs> you digs. He keeps going down yeah, with his hand. They can like come back and be something. like, "Oh shit, look at that!" <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right, I'm done talking about Facebook. I'm. Would you look at that? Sufficiently done with Facebook. All right. Um, I mean, I guess one of the things you could show off on Facebook is like we were talking about earlier, your fitness and oh, the things you, you do over the summer. And that's yep. one of the things I wanted to talk to you my about. My Snapchat that I originally had going. Did you didn't see my? You must have not have seen my Snapchat. Um, over the weekend, you'd have to remind me. I might have. I rode my bike. I rode my bike somewhere. Oh no, I it was far. I missed, That's why I wanted to talk one. to you because I know you go on bike. Did you send it to me or did you just? No, I just like put it on my story. No, nah, missed it. Um, I actually rode my bike over fifty miles. Shit! In one day on the street or this is like on mountain. the streets mountain on the streets on the streets. Need to get you mountain bike. I rode my bike from. My hometown mm-hmm. to Chicago, downtown Chicago. Oh, goodness. That was uh, over 50 miles of, so I think half of it was like bike trails. Mm-hmm. No, probably. So is this like a paved trail or is this that pea gravel shit? Both. Okay. Um, It wasn't one trail. We like, every town had either no trails and then we had to go a few towns before that the next trail. So you said we, you were going with someone? I went with my cousin. Oh, okay. Yeah, my younger cousin. We rode to Chicago, and that was uh, That's fun. it was a pretty fun adventure. There was, the sun wasn't like that harsh, so we weren't getting burnt. What do you mean? You said this weekend as hot as, I, wherever we were, the sun wasn't like killing us. Wow, yeah. Oh my god, it just felt great. It was like the perfect weather, and I honestly didn't think we were gonna make it. We woke up that morning because he stayed over mm-hmm. at my house. And we woke up that morning and we were like, what should we do today? It's like, we should go on a bike ride. Oh, you just open day. Yep. Just whatever came to mind you did. And they were like, okay, where should we go? And he's he's taken pretty far um, bike rides on his, on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the furthest he said he's gone is like 20 miles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's try and top that because I feel like I'm a little more athletic than you are. So if you can do 20 miles, maybe I can do a yeah, little more yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little push pull there. And yeah, even though I've never like, I haven't ridden my bike in like two years. 
Yeah, good good for you, man. So That's I was awesome. like, all right, I strap on my biker shorts, the ones with the gel pad and the gooch. I've never had any of those. I ha- definitely have. I've had people tell me that it's life changing. It is life changing. Well, I, d- <laughs> I just uh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life changing in a different we'll, way. <laughs> we'll talk about my gooch in just a few minutes. <laughs> oh gosh. So uh, yeah, we just decided, just like decided out of the blues, let's ride to Chicago, mm-hmm. and we just went for it. We we rode for three hours, three and a half hours straight, mm-hmm. and we got to a town called Evanston. Mm-hmm. We had lunch there. All right, small di- yeah, just small like diner kind of just, thing. Just uh, you know, a little side of uh, side of fries and a salad. Boom, chug some water. Boom, yeah. And we were on our way. We made it in like another half hour. So it took us four hours to get to downtown Chicago. Cool. We got to Millennium Park. Across the street from Millennium Park, there's a Walgreens. We bought a 12-pack, and we drank in Millennium Park listening to music because there was live music down there. Nice. It was just like an awesome day overall. Oh, sweet. Except for <clears throat> my <The> gooch. gooch. <laughs> <laughs> my gooch was in so much pain. <laughs> I couldn't sit down. So you're at you're I still at like park. It still you're at hurts. Park. You're at the park listening to music. Mm-hmm. And you weren't sitting down, you're standing. No, I was sitting down. Oh, okay. But the beer was helping, like, relieve the pain <laughs> that my gooch was feeling. <laughs> I don't have, like, shocks on my bike. It's a street bike. Yeah. So no shocks, no absorption other than the small tires that are on that Those bitch. Tiny little tires, yeah. And the gel pad I had between my legs. Oh, goodness. So I kind of want to ask you for advice. Mm-hmm. When you go on these on these biking, these mountain bikes, trips mm-hmm. how do you deal with your gooch many hours many hours of, of, of lear- learned gooch pain <laughs> what <laughs> i mean i don't i i've never had biker shorts okay how do you deal with your gooch pain uh, it, do you get any no it just doesn't happen it just anymore. doesn't happen yeah i, I mean it might have been something i struggled with like i mean you're gonna get a sore ass the first couple rides of the season mm-hmm. but at least for me right you know but after that, it's gone. Uh, but I'm once again, I'm not doing like 100 miles in a day or something. I'm I will do 100 miles in a day. So I will do that this summer. I don't know the difference with, with road biking. Mountain biking, you stand, I'd say, over a quarter, probably less than half the time. Okay. Depending on the terrain. So if something big's coming up, and, and there's a suspension too, so you have some, some elements that are helping mm-hmm. you. Um. I, so I can't really speak to the road one. I mean, if you're going over like cracks and pavement, those are pretty. Yeah, pretty that was harsh. pretty shitty, dude. Trying to avoid potholes, I almost hit a car. <laughs> yeah, we a were car wa- hit you. Almost hit you. No, or I you almost, almost hit I a car. I almost hit a car. Okay, because we were behind it and the light went green, so I went. I was looking down, like trying to catch the pedal, mm-hmm. because I was I was standing up, mm-hmm. so I was trying to catch the pedal. And then when I look up and I'm already going, the car in front of me stops. Oh, so I had to swerve and. The fucking bike seat jammed into my gooch and it made it even worse. Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was very painful in that area, but it was a very pleasant ride otherwise. Cause yeah. There was a lot of sightseeing. Um, once you get to like the north side of Chicago, the bike trail is all along the lake. So oh, it's just like the yes. best, the best view that you, you could ask for. You know, because it was nice out. So Hell that, yeah. that probably cooled it down a little bit for you. Oh, it definitely cooled it down. Okay. But it was just so pretty to see all the buildings on one side mm-hmm. and all the sand and the beach on the other side. People walk. It was a busy day on the beach, too. Oh, yeah. It was just like an Seen awesome day. Seeing all them day. honeys. It was just an awesome day. 
And once we got to Millennium Park, there was like live music. We had our 12 pack and we were just chilling. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. It was a good day. So you on your bike on the way back after your 12 pack because you weren't leaving any. Uh, I took the train back. <laughs> I took the train back from Chicago. Yes. Uh, you know what? Fair enough. I mean, it was late. It was like seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. In, in if wait, it took us four hours to get there, yeah, we weren't the, prepared to to ride at night, even if we wanted to. The math doesn't add up. Yeah. Speaking of, I still have yet to use those night lights I have for mountain biking. Oh shit! I need to. I might do that tonight. Tonight. Oh, depends on how much I drink, but <laughs> <laughs> it's already gonna be difficult enough you're, doing a mountain bike trail with just the lights. You're gonna be more brave if you keep drinking. <laughs> Get all emboldened, yeah. Well, so that's all I had for you on that. Was like I wanted to share with you that I had took a fucking like a pretty sweet long bike ride and i'm at one of my summer goals is actually to make it 100 miles in a day 100 miles in a day 100 okay. miles in a day i want to join the century club is what my brother called it i don't know if that's a thing oh i mean i think you could do it it, it all the i know i can i do mean it. I, if i did 50 and i felt good yeah the only thing that was sore was my gooch i can do 100 i know i can it's it's just um yeah the the butt troubles go away with how long you've been riding. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. that's great. That's it, something I have to look forward to. <laughs> I look forward to getting away from these butt troubles. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> everyone there's more to life than butthole pleasures. Oh goodness. <laughs> Every everyone that I ride with is like, oh yeah, the best things I've ever done is upgraded pedals. You know, um, for mountain biking, a lot of people get. Um, I'm, I'm missing the the term for it, but basically the the big gear, the big ring, the big gear on the cassette, uh-huh. your granny gear. They, okay. they upgrade that to like a a pretty big one. Yeah, okay. So it helps gotcha. them out a little more. So the and and that and so those two things and then and the shorts the, and then the shorts. Dude, the shorts are the best. Um, I used to ride. I was like training for triathlons at one point. Mm. It's still something I want to do. That's a summer goal. Come on. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like, so it's a summer goal already? Yeah, it is. Oh, come I'm, on. I'm officially making it one right now right on the now. podcast. Oh. I don't know that it will happen, but I'm making it a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Does that doesn't sound like a uh, from work a smart goal. You need to have some timing. It needs to be... I don't know what that stands for anymore, but... <laughs> what do you mean timing? I don't know. Work, work is always having these things that are called smart goals, so it's... It has to be like ah, uh, you're too organized <sighs> with your uh, your organizational psychology. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm done. All right, so I mean, that's I was doing that at one point, and I didn't have biker shorts, mm-hmm. so my gooch was in that much more pain. And this we're talking like two years ago, three years ago, possibly. I can't remember now, mm-hmm. but. I ended up buying those biker shorts that have like a gel pamper on them. Yeah. Yeah. You got Life the, changer. Bu- the butt pad. Life changer. So the question I have is, I mean, you got that butt pad, Uh huh. but is it just delaying the inevitable? Does it even delay it? Does it, does it transfer a different motion and then it makes it worse? I don't know. That's, I, that's what I'm thinking. It's I'm been thinking a while. Of, it's, I can't like give you the comparison because mm-hmm. it's been a while since I've been without them and then with them all right so the next ride you next ride i won't i won't wear any no i'm just kidding definitely gonna wear them are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) all right so it is so you think it's better it's yeah it's that i did it at one point and i know i did it for a good reason 
it's because like putting, someone it's like told putting, you it would be better. No, it's like putting gel on like the gel insoles on your shoes, so it 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 shock it absorbs some of the shock. Yeah, it's same same yeah, principle. But there's also the theory that those gel insoles let your foot walk around, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll uh, callus or chafe the the corners of your feet. I mean, like there's there's other mechanisms that happen when you have new layers have, to the it hasn't been the case for me okay. i wear insoles okay. and i wear fucking biker shorts with the gooch pad you know what, you know what i wish i hated insoles for oh wedding this weekend okay standing you danced your ass off you said oh i tried You're to dance young my michael ass jackson off. out on the dance floor i, I heard. am no young michael jackson <laughs> <laughs> i do dance uh i call it not the rapey mic the young Mike with the afro. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah I'm that. I'm the better Mike at yeah. least. <laughs> <laughs> so standing. So this is some Orthodox uh, church. So uh, as we were put it in rehearsal, is that the bridesmaids and um, God, I can't think of that. The groomsmen. Jeez, just like losing it. Two beers um, in, and this guy's losing it. <laughs> losing your fucking mind. All I could think of was the best man. I couldn't think of groomsmen. Best buy. Best buy. <laughs> so. It, he just says, "Well, once you guys are up front, he's like, your bouquets. That's it. You're just your bouquets. You're okay. just you're just for looks." This dude had an accent. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it was just like we're like, okay, we get it. So we really don't do anything. You just stand there, and so like you're you're doing good for a while, like half hour or something, just standing, and then you start doing the leg lock game. Uh, especially with the and new shoes, s- and then you start, those look like hard. You start rock. They're actually hard shoes. they're actually pretty comfortable. Okay. And then you start rocking, you know, one side or the other. Yeah, your knees <clears throat> start to hurt a little bit. Unfortunately, the church was also hot. Ouch! It's getting warm in there, right? Ouch! And then the worst thing that could have topped it all is that they got that incense thing burning, uh-huh. and it's behind me, only a couple feet, only like a foot and a half to like. I mean, whatever it is, it's very, very close. And um. So like when the priest would come over, or the pastor, whoever it is, that whatever name that the they man. they go by, the man when the man when the, the man, man the when man, man would came come, over when the man would come come by to come <laughs> come and grab it, you know, because he's gonna walk around the altar or whatever. Like I had to kind of like kind of step to the side, like I'm very close to this thing. Mm-hmm. Nor did I know that it, we he'd be burning incense or whatever during rehearsal. So you smelled, dude, like fucking incense. The whole so day. I'm standing for a long time. It's getting hot in there, wearing the full suit. <laughs> and this incense is burning. It's coming past me. Like both sides of my head, I could feel it. Like, so I'm just breathing it in the entire time. I'm just like, Ugh. I'm going to faint. This is, I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going down. <laughs> Plus, I'm sure you were drinking beforehand. A few. Not too many. I had the best man speech. So you c- How did that go? The speech? You're, good, you're a good public speaker? How was that? I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm good. I really don't know. I wish I was there for that. <laughs> just to, just to just for the speech. I, Do you want to rehearse it in front of me afterwards? I don't want to. Next beer break? <laughs> yeah, rehearse. <laughs> I'll tell you what my speech is. Um I thought it was pretty good. It took me it, it, I mean in total I've had to count the hours I spent getting material and kind of getting ready for the speech. Maybe twelve hours or something. God damn! So I mean, is like, that what's written on your engineering pad over there? Yeah, <laughs> just all, you would all, write it all on my, that. All my notes and yeah, I mean that was probably one of my revs. Um, at the end, I wasn't really writing it down as much as just like you know the the bullet points I wanted to hit. But 
I think it was pretty good. Everyone is everyone is telling me like, dude, it can't be long. Like, you cannot let this be over like five minutes, four minutes. Yeah, that's and true. I don't. I don't think I was there. I think I was at three, which is good because there's another guy up there. He was a little bit worried that his uh, he's kind of like the uh, the Godfather. He was worried that his speech like the Godfather like like sucked. And I I told him I was like, it's a toast. It's not a speech. I said, so you go up there, introduce yourself. Say a couple things and then end with a toast. You're good. Like everyone's happy, right? Yeah. If you go up there, introduce yourself, say too many things, and then like forget to toast or something, like like then it's not good. Yeah, after you, a while people stop paying attention. Yeah. Like, as you can put as much meaning as you want into a speech. If you go past a certain time, you lose people's attention. All that thought that you put into it go mm-hmm. it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, some people will hit it. You know, they'll they'll be on board, they'll be listening. My goal was to keep it have enough content in there to kind of like I call it bring it around because I started with a few things and I wanted to bring it around like oh the best man is this much better for meeting you kind of the plus think about think about this podcast you've you have you've had so much practice oh there you speaking go speaking in, in front of a microphone on the spot yeah <laughs> enough people listen to this where you're kind of giving it like a little speech every time oh, there you well I guess this is like this is different because it's like rehearsed. It's like things I need to kind of hit bullet points on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a little. It's kind of like giving a presentation at work more because I have to go through something. Right now, I'm just kind of speaking my mind on issues. Okay. Well. So, I mean, it relates, but I was, I was nervous as hell. You know why I know? Why? <laughs> so, I'm eating. It was a salad. So, my... You choked my, on salad. My speech was happening during the salad before the main meal. And um, and I remember because the MC is coming up to me. And I know. I was like, oh, shit. Now he's, I, know <sighs> he's, I know he's coming to give me the mic, right? And I'm like... And I'm like taking my fork... The Legolas bike. I mean, and, <laughs> you were shaking. My hand is just shaking. <laughs> and I like kind of like looked at myself, like looked at my hand. And I, I, like in my head, I'm like, really, Kyle? Really? Like this? this. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> but it was good. I uh, I think it went well. At least your wedding wasn't in Florida. Oh, Florida. Hot, humid. Alligators Hot or gunshots. Fucking lizards everywhere. <laughs> dude, you know what's going to happen with Florida? Florida is going to have some serious campaign campaign. I can't even say it work work like to like bring people into the state. I think Florida will eventually just get cut off and <laughs> let like they're going to let it float away. They're going to circum. <laughs> they're going to circumcise. They're going to circumcise <laughs> America and they're going to let Florida go. <laughs> God yeah, damn. They've, they've been in some freaking deep water lately. So tell me. OK, so you're the guy mm-hmm. who doesn't like keep up with current events so i want to i want to hear this from you i'm gonna let you take this and i want to hear this from you like what do you know about what happened um i know that i didn't first hear about um the shooting Mm -hmm. um down in florida for like a half day okay and then i don't know exactly how i got brought up but I got brought up. I was like, "What happened?" And they were like, "Really? Like seriously? Like you? Like everyone gets all offensive, like to me, that I don't know stuff, dude." Which is the worst part, I think. Uh, like, like they should be like, "You haven't heard? I'll tell you." Why do you? I'll bring you up to. Why, why do you think everyone wants to like? 
people might get upset because now they can't have a conversation with you and they have to like fill you in on something before you formed uh, an opinion. So it's like a duty that they have to do. You think? Think about. Yeah. I mean, do you want like let's let's pretend you're training someone at work. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain to them what each like engineering term and technical term means? Do you want them to come to the training already knowing some of those things? Like wouldn't that annoy you? Yeah, but uh, they're not explaining. I guess I would call that like the law. That would be like m- you saying you didn't know you're not allowed to have guns X and Y. You know, that's like explaining something that they mm-hmm. could have known beforehand. News is completely different. That's like me at work telling you, you didn't hear that the CEO resigned. Like that's like, you know, okay. it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of on a different scale. So I don't feel like I... That's, to- totally that's you deser- convincing yourself you don't need to be involved <laughs> convin- in current events. I'm convincing myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is because I'm lazy. <laughs> so that's like, so there you have it. My weekend consisted of being very late on the whole knowing that anything happened in Orlando. Well, this happened like last weekend. Was it last weekend? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It all kind of blends together. So this fucking guy fucking guy this fucking guy goes into this club and kills 49 people and injures i think another 50 club in orlando gay club in orlando i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie it's it's no hollywood movie because in hollywood movies they miss all the time this, <laughs> this guy was doing good he was 50 percent he yeah, was roughly I mean, 500. A lot of times people just spray and pray and they don't spray no, and no, pray. No collateral, yeah. right? You know, <sighs> people, I mean, people get hurt, but they're not. Di- I mean, all right. Well, so this terrible. thing, it's apparent, you know, it's, <laughs> it's now to date America's worst shooting massacre. Mm-hmm. 49 people died. Um, so there's a couple things that are lingering in my opinion, a couple things that are up in the air that, the fucking media i don't like the media and what how they're running away with this mm-hmm. on a couple on a couple levels well do you think the media is purposely biasing certain things leaving this stuff out or is it you just don't like the direction they're kind of going i don't like the direct the direction that they're going and i hardly ever like the direction the media takes things mm-hmm. because they want to they're backed up by money and that money drives the agenda that they want to push i think that's pretty obvious okay um, one of the things that I don't like is that they're labeling this a terror attack. Okay. So there was a couple other incidents, I think earlier this year, one in like North Carolina, a kid went up and shot up a church that was like mostly a black church. And they didn't call that a terror act. And they, they didn't call that an act of terror. They just call that a shooting. So where, yeah. So where do we draw the line on terror versus? This guy was Middle Eastern or of Middle Eastern descent. Mm-hmm. So now he gets labeled a terror act, an act of terror. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't properly agree with that at all. <clears throat> I, I think, um, I think terror has to do with scaring people more than. <sighs> like I get that. So so, and I. Let, let me jump on, on the point you were trying to make. Mm-hmm. An act of terror mm-hmm. is saying you hurt people who are doing something and the next people who do it are going to get the same treatment. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like you're, so scaring you're scaring people, scaring people into people something. Off. If you're going and killing people because 
you know, whatever your reasons were, Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean it's uh, an act of terror. If you have an agenda, like we just discussed, the agenda of scaring people in the future, Mm -hmm. then that's an act of terror. So if you want to give this guy the label of a terrorist, maybe they, I mean, I'm speaking from my ignorant self, Yep. Who, who Discla- isn't compl- disclaimer here yeah i'm not completely informed <laughs> on everything mm-hmm. and i think some of the people making these statements aren't either they're not completely informed about what who, so who really knows the guy's You're, dead the guy's dead yeah, you don't yeah, know his yeah. fucking intentions anymore right mm-hmm. so well maybe maybe apple will give him their phone <laughs> <laughs> so if the guy in the church was killing people because of racism Right. He went in. It was a white guy went into a a black church and, you know, shot up a church. Mm -hmm. That can also be considered an act of terror. If you're saying any more black people, you know, who are doing this, you're going to get killed, too. Hmm. Then you're scaring people. So but but let's I want to bring it full full circle uh if I can. So I'm just thinking back objectively like 9-11 was that. Is that was that scaring people, so to speak? It was supposed. Well, you know, I'm who knows? I'm, I'm trying to give some definition there's, on terrorist. Let's let's run with what the media is going is 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 portraying about 9/11. Mm-hmm. Is that people in the Middle East had something out for America, mm-hmm. and they killed these three thousand plus people during 9/11, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to scare us into. Um, evacuating the Middle East, right? Fair enough. That that's what I, th- I think the general consensus that the media is putting out is. I I I, I don't completely agree because be honest, I have like a conspiracy theory behind. To 9/11. be honest, yeah, if yeah, if you look into nine eleven stuff, that there's not good conclusions anywhere. Right, so. there isn't. So if we're running with that, then yes, it was an act of terror because they were trying to scare us out mm-hmm. of the middle east even i don't agree with that i guess that's yeah i'm just trying to put picture a picture they painted i'm just trying to put a good definition on terror because it's 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 very vague like it is I mean, so the thing was like back to this orlando thing mm-hmm. the guy's middle eastern shoots up a club it's an act of terror white guy shoots up a black church he's he's a murderer a shooter. yeah, yeah he's a, a mass murderer hmm guy in uh Saint San Bernardino, the guy we talked about with the with the Apple iPhone that they couldn't unlock. Oh yeah, yep, also yep. Middle Eastern. It was considered an act of terror by the media. Yeah, I'm not all about labeling everything from the Middle Eastern descent as being an act of terror. Right, the police killing black people who who weren't armed. Um, you know, the media made it. Uh like headlining news mm-hmm. but it was never like an act of terror even though it was consistently one race harming the other okay so we can't using kind of and i think they were scare tactics oh yeah maybe and they were considered an act of terror either hmm that's interesting all right so we can't really be looking at one race versus the other because that gives us not a warm fuzzy feeling okay um, it, it it definitely seems that the media is biased on a Middle Eastern descent doing anything to another race 
or group of people is definitely active terror. Mm -hmm. See, the shitty thing about that is since Mm 9-11, people see the word terrorist, terrorism, and they turn on the news. It's a buzzword. They want to keep up with this. It's a buzzword, yeah. So guess what? If the news has more viewers, the news plays commercials, the news makes more money. Oh, here it is. I already got the name for the podcast. Terrorism at the front line. Terrorism at the front line. I don't know. <laughs> People will listen. We'll play with it. We'll play with it. <laughs> it'll do. It'll have something to do with terrorism. But I mean, it's a it's a key word that draws people's attention, ma- makes people turn on the channel, and now that that news network is making that much more money. When's the last time that you were cruising MSN or some other online source and you saw the word terrorism? You said, "Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna read this." Me, like hardly ever, but. There are, At least there are certain age groups that are like, yeah, certain demographics that are, fuck terrorism and yada, yada, yada. America, I need to keep America, this place safe. We need these Middle Eastern people out of here, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So that was that was like one level <laughs> that, that I didn't yeah, enjoy. I like your, from, your impression of some people in America is hilarious. <laughs> and um, on, on another level, it was... What? No, I just I'm just laughing. I'm allowed to. <laughs> is um is the gun control thing. Every time something like this happens, the gun control debate comes up. Right? Yeah. How do you feel about gun control while we're while you're getting into it then? I feel like we'll never get rid of murder. Mm-hmm. We'll never get rid of gun crimes. Not completely. We can reduce them. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. Eventually, we're going to hit a a sweet spot, as shitty as it sounds to say sweet spot. We're going to hit an optimum level in which we can no longer prevent every crime. Oh, yeah. And now, have have we reached this level? Probably not. Because if you combine um, a ton of European countries, Mm -hmm. maybe a couple of... Asian countries, you combine um, enough countries to pr- to sum up the total population of the United States. Mm-hmm. That population's uh, murder rate is much lower than the United States on its own. Yeah. So there's still something wrong in the United States as far as gun control. How we're handling it. Yeah. How we're handling it. Um. And what's 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 going to be. F- more entertaining okay no what's gonna be more entertaining about how you're talking about getting to a low point an optimum you know somewhere condition is that the more things that you plot on that graph the more you're going to realize that like you know that optimum you know level may be like costs and spending to to get there Mm -hmm. is like crazy you know it's like and and we as a nation really don't have costs and spending to be throwing at shit like this I mean, you could say we do, but I mean, I'm going to keep living. You're going to keep living. Someone has to pay for some debt somewhere. See, here the, the here's the the other crazy part is we don't have the money to throw at a problem like this. Mm-hmm. But when there is the problem like this, gun sales go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. So it's actually in people's interest to keep this going. Oh, it's to never. Oh, in that it's it's in some people's interest to never find that optimum level and that minimal level of crime. 
or so martyrs saying, that, so, that we so want to So some people are benefiting pretty hard yes. from this thing. The news included. Oh yeah. If some if a some if a tragedy happens, the news is going to play commercials. Oh yeah. They're oh, going to yeah, have definitely. advertisements. They're going to make more money. That's it's so interesting because anything can spawn profit if you play it right. True. No murders can spawn profit. Yeah, anything, anything. But to be honest, people are kind of like they want that grungy like Oh, I want to hear about a murder. You know, yeah. Ah, people are people for are some sick. Reason, are yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, p- and this could be just like a, an American culture phenomenon. Yeah, maybe. And so maybe it doesn't have to be. That's what I was trying to get to. Like I was trying to interrupt you, but it's uh, cool. I'm uninterruptible. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it has to be um, a culture shift and not a law shift. shift. Mm-hmm. So. Well, but then again, how do you, yeah, shifting culture is like, it's very hard. Oh man. But then again, the countries, if we sum up the countries to equate our population, Mm -hmm. those countries have, um, a lower murder rate by gun. Um, they have also more gun laws or stricter gun laws. So it I guess I don't know how strict those are. You know, you could just say strict. I mean, I remember an example like Australia has like I'm pretty. It might be no, no arms. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they had a pretty significant massacre or something. Yeah, and they took them away and their crime rate dropped off. But does that also mean that everywhere else will follow suit after that model? Everywhere, as in what it, you know, as in all in the these world? other all these other countries like us and other places, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it will work. Like Absolutely, that. I agree with you. If if we pass a law, we ratify a law that says no one's allowed to own guns, like ever, mm-hmm. doesn't guarantee that there will be less crime. Not at okay? all. I think it has to do with the culture shift, and that's something that's extremely hard to to get to. I just need a politician to say shit like that. Like we realize it's, you know, this is called, it's a culture shift. I can't just say the word, throw money at something and it'll be good. Yeah. Because realistically people would listen to that because they know if they've been around long enough, they know you can't just throw money at shit, but uh, coming up with a plan on how you shift culture though, that is where a real campaign. And here's, here's the shittier part Mm -hmm. is that, the people who are benefiting from this are preventing the culture from shifting. They're, they're like funding ads. They're funding the news to promote these type of news Mm -hmm. to promote these reports so they can make money. Cause they know if people are aware of mass shootings, that gun sales will spike. Hmm. They know it kind of made me want to go get a gun after this last one. Are you serious? I mean, I, all right. I'm not going to shun you, but I'm sincerely no, asking. Like, I'm not making a joke. I have, I have some guns. I would like a handgun. Gotcha. That's something on my list. Um, I've wanted one for quite a while now, a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, been thinking about it. But the problem is, is that this entire time, the prices have been inflated. So the entire time, there's been gun talk I for know, two years I now. Know. So I'm like. I'm just in in my mind. I'm like it's not financially, you know, 
good or um, smart smart to be buying it right now. It's like anything, you know, like if it's inflated right now, wait for it to come down mm-hmm. if you can afford it, you know, or right. you know, if you can wait it out. So I've been doing that and, oh man, like sooner or later these events will s- slow down to where it won't be, all the prices won't be so inflated because that's what it is right now. Yeah. So it's bullshit. It's so crazy. Shit. We're so, we're in such conflict is we, we want to, we want to see things get better, mm-hmm. but they are also people who don't want to see things get better because they're making so much money off of it. Do you think they're conscious about that? Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a business owner and I'm conscious that when shit goes wrong somewhere, like say down in Florida and they have these, these massacres and my business sales go up. Do you think they're conscious of it or do you think it's just kind of like happening? No, they're definitely conscious of it. Hmm. I don't know about that. Who's pumping the money for the news to to promote these these stories. Do you think that the news actually like gets sponsorship so to speak kind of like you're saying uh, to like pump these stories out yeah, there? Yeah, maybe indirectly. It's not like Reming- Remington Guns are putting up commercials on CNN. No, no, I'm not but saying that. Affiliated companies, affiliated, you know, people who are invested in Remington are also invested in other companies. It, it could also be kind of like kind of driven like oh this is good conspiracy theory now like lobbying kind of like you know over in the over in dc like you got lobbyists that are supporting certain groups of people mm-hmm. and and then you know stuff like this happens and then the lobbyists go to the news and you know push their agenda through commercials and stuff i think oh, that's oh man i mean get david all worked up now i'm i'm completely i think that's totally rational um, I'm not saying that's exactly what's going on because I know there's people in DC who want to do the right thing, but there's also a ton of people in DC who have ties to companies who have worked for companies previously, mm-hmm. getting kickbacks, anything, getting kickbacks, getting campaign support. That's undeniable. People have to like put a list up of who they're getting campaign support from and it's the ties are there. Oh yeah. I mean, always were, always will be. It's not that easy to prove that that's what's happening but all we can do is put the ties together and say hey there's a good chance that this is happening yeah no i agree with you oh that's insane so i mean it's it's really hard to approach a situation like this and if you're a politician and you're one of the ones that's actually trying to do the right thing is how do you go about this you lose campaign support if you try and and create laws to keep gun sales low. Yep. You know, if you if you try and hurt any market, well, so if you try to hurt any market sales, you're going to suffer. So let's let's just kind of go with the direction you were going before. So how do we change our culture our without, you know, from a politician standpoint, they want to change laws because that's what people are used to them changing, correct? Mhm. So now, if I can affect the culture without changing laws, what does that look like? How does that, how do I, how do I operate with that? Because maybe those people that right now, if I pass a law, there's that exact opposite side that says, you know, screw you, you you're yeah. taking my money. Yeah. You know, where if you're affecting the culture, affecting, affecting, oh, I get that wrong all the time. Affecting. Affecting. Mm-hmm. If you're affecting the culture in what you're doing, you don't have that direct kickback, the, uh, 
you know, that ill ill feeling towards you. And this is where the, you know, we can get as riled up as we want and we can come up with all these conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah, we can. And we can talk all this shit, but what it really comes down to is what is the population demanding? Hmm. The population likes seeing bloodshed. They like seeing violence. So guess what? If you are asking for it, people will give it to you. People like to go to fucking McDonald's and eat fucking cheeseburgers. If they didn't like to do that, McDonald's wouldn't be in business. You know what? I, that's an interesting fact. I uh, Just hearing that made me think of, um, I was probably watching some documentary. And me, I eat, I eat pretty healthy food most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with someone and it kind of correlated with the documentary, but it was about like going to stores. I think, you know, have a better selection of the healthy food that I want. And, and they were kind of going along with this documentary where they're like, well, the better way to do it is these giants hat, you know, like Walmart and some of the other big ones. Like they have people that are, you know, they're keeping track of where people are buying. If enough people are starting to buy the healthier food, mm-hmm. all of the food there will start trading to be healthy. Exactly. You know, so just like McDonald's. Yeah. Like they wouldn't have a Big Mac on their menu if people if didn't. People were straying away and going to their McChickens or their salads or something. Mm-hmm. You know, so they would start to weed that out, and uh, and then that you know that that really makes you kind of think like almost crowd mentality. Like we do have some power, but how you know how do we? You need to get a lot of people on board. I know. And that's, it's crazy. It's a, we're tied up in this circle is like, we are attracted to these things. We were once exposed to these things, these things, Mm -hmm. and we demanded more. They supplied more. And now we've kind of gotten an addiction to it where they're feeding us these things on demand as much as we want. And then, you know, now, now, now we say, we don't want this anymore. Well, some of us are saying we don't want this anymore. This is bad because we've gone too far in this direction. But there's still people demanding. Like, this still sells. So Yeah, it, I, that kind of brings me back to... It's, it's I don't, really hard. I don't remember. Was it New York where they couldn't sell a soda over a certain size? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to pass that. That's the thing. is you, you. I think that's case in point what we're talking about. You can't pass a law to change who we are there's got to be some other back you know underlying things that are changing you can't just say no you can't have a big soda we don't do that we get all pissed off Mm -hmm. i want that you know some anyone one person could say that i want that you're taking someone's liberty away that had option to something and here's where conspiracy theories go further Mm -hmm. is they want to scare people into thinking they need something so there's a conspiracy theory that says, you know, um, certain terrorists, terrorist acts took place, such as 9-11, mm-hmm. to pass the Patriot Act, to make people think that we needed to go into the Middle East. And I'm not saying this is, ex- I don't, you know, I may or may not believe that this is what happened. Uh, you know, uh, I've I've heard some of this before, mm-hmm. and I'm sure the listeners have as well. It it's it's interesting if you follow the facts as far as you can of where shit dead ends. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say, because 
there is some i mean some pretty sketchy shit whole businesses files, right? and everything could yeah, oh yeah whole businesses and everything kind of relate on how do people react to you or around you as a business and how do we profit on that right the whole business standpoint how do you profit off of it mm-hmm. so if you know if if it's not working good around you then how do we scare them to you or whatever right and and that's kind of a scary so scary if, thought if the government has a plan which and, they and, don't and not the, a budget at least <laughs> so if their plan um if their plan needs to lurk you know um to eavesdrop on people's conversations and to be able to check people's emails etc cetera, etc cetera, maybe to gather i we don't know what the underlying plan is but if you try and pass a law that says we want to check your emails we want to be able to get uh, you know to eavesdrop on your phone that's never going to pass. No. If you scare people into thinking that this is a necessity in order for us to catch terrorists, mm-hmm. boom, it's going to happen. So pushing push an agenda or a situation that gets you into power. Yeah. And fear isn't the only driving force, but fear is definitely a driving force, one that a lot of people use. And I think it's used a ton of times incorrectly. Um, I think a cooler driving, I mean, I think a driving force that I like is admiration. When people admire someone, when they aspire to be a certain person, when they have heroes, yep, yep, when, when they yep, want to be exactly. the astronaut that goes to outer space, you know, people used to admire astronauts. Oh, they used yeah. to think they were the shit. They want to, they used to, you know, admire scientists and yeah we've kind of lost we've kind of lost we? that and that's one of the the ways you can shift culture without having to scare people without having to use you know evil tactics yeah and, and then as a and the media has the power to do this as a culture they yeah can shift their focus on stars or or you know like I just was watching the, the news this morning when I was, I was cycling in the gym for a bit and they were having a little stem thing where they're uh, science, technology, engineering, math, where they were at a at a, a local college and they were like kind of going over like, oh, you know, look, we've got these kids in and they're doing that. They're doing that kind of like the drop the egg and you have these mm-hmm. supplies to try and, you know, and like, and it, it really comes down to like, how do we bolster that? Like if we were going to bolster a STEM community, how do we get people to want to be that? Dude, we can. We can make that cool Yeah. if we... Do you, know what, do you know what? We have to find a way to profit from it. Do like you, we have to find a way for the media to profit off of it, so the media puts it in 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 front of people. I got it. I already know it. Talk to me. Battle bots. Battle bots. Dude, that was the best show. It's coming back. I thought. It's, I it's think a I show now. It. It's a show now. <laughs> and so are esports. What? That's going to be a thing in the future. Esports. Like in the years to come. Like ele- electronic. Like video game sports type deal. I thought we were talking about STEM, dude. What happened to you? You don't think like esports <laughs> <laughs> will attract <laughs> nerds and make playing video games cooler than killing people? Um or like well, whatever. Well, killing people is always going to be on the top of the list. I'm but just saying, you know, playing the esports will be <laughs> <laughs> Esports virtual reality. Oh man, VR is going to be pretty sweet in the future. VR is going to be pretty feeling. sweet. Can you imagine if you're playing a boxing game and you were like you were pretty much getting beat the hell Fuck. up? <laughs> it's gonna be pretty cool 
I think so too. VR in the future. And so are autonomous cars. I'm looking forward to that. You already know why. We've <laughs> Bra- talked about it. Brought in the it in again. <laughs> I know, but this is this is such a deep issue. It's much deeper than what we're being told it is. Oh, it's totally. And it's so crazy that crowd mentality. Not enough people take it to this depth. No. At like what's happening in the core, who's benefiting? Because. Anytime something happens, mm-hmm. someone benefits from it, good or bad. Oh, on purpose or not? Or on purpose or not? Yeah. So you have to be able, you have to, you have to bring yourself down to that level and ask. The issue how is, is why this is happening. The issue is the person, the beneficiary, is what kind of positive or negative reinforcement happens at or near that time frame that directs their decisions in the future. Right, whether they whether they had it happen to themselves or not, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Jewish lightning. If you were to somehow burn down a business or something, right? If Jewish lightning. Jewish lightning. What is that? You <laughs> <laughs> that's when you uh, you start your own like you would like arson your own place or whatever oh, and oh, get like oh, insurance oh, oh. money. Gotcha. Uh huh. Like so, if you did that to a business once, right, and you collected insurance money on it. This typically happens when you claim a little bit more in insurance than what it's worth. Mm-hmm. And that works for you. It, you just have that, is that positive? You have that positive, positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement yeah. that this is, that's some way that you can make money. So the way, the way to curtail, that's just an example. This whole, like, you know, the beneficiary of this mm-hmm. crowd scare tactics is to make somehow on the government side to not let that person their first couple of times, you know, when they're getting the taste, so to speak, of what works, of this crowd scaring and everything, how to not let that benefit them. Right. So how is it benefiting them now? They're getting attention. The mm-hmm. media is reporting these stories mm-hmm. and those people are getting attention. So they know if I go out today and kill 100 people, you know, at a mall, it's going to be headline news all all around the world tomorrow. Hmm. Right. And it's pushing my agenda. So I don't know if the guy in Orlando had a specific agenda. Um, yeah. You know, some people say he had a ties to like Islam or he had ties to ISIS. And he, well, no, like they're saying he did it in the name of Islam or he had ties with ISIS. You know, I can't, I don't really know. How do we know at this I, point? Yeah. I have so an ignorant much, opinion. There's so much. But. You know, if the media didn't report on some of these stories, less people, I think, would be attracted to actually going forth with their actions. And that used to be, I thought there was a thing where they were trying to um, not bolster up or not not give details on these uh, terrorist acts, quote unquote. Uh, Well, it doesn't Um, seem to be the... They've been talking about this for a week. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, you know, to not to not so to speak put it on a pedestal mm-hmm. or like you know give so much details because then you are really kind of putting it on a pedestal yeah. you're kind of like oh look at this you know what if we start spreading positivity you know we start highlighting the people who are doing good and who are striving for better yeah how about we put those people on headline news how about we make them famous yeah. Why doesn't that happen? There's not. There's all negative lately, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's all the news is. Is like people getting killed, crimes being committed, fires, like, at to a certain extent, 
We just need to see what's, what's the purpose of news is, is to inform us. Yeah. Right. At a certain point, this is no longer information that affects us. It's just um, like, well, it affects us maybe negatively, but it's just like, it's just spam. It's just wasted information, just wasted time, wasted information. So why not take that and use it to create positivity? I agree with you completely. Because if I turn on the news, it's, it's basically like, where was the shooting today? Where was the car accident on I-94? Where was, yeah. I mean, what's the, what? It, How do I gain from, you they, know what I mean? They need, they need to, they need to utilize the, the news in a different, a, a turned perspective, mm-hmm. right? So right now they all talk like, um, this freeway system is slow. They give you the time, not how do you benefit you will be better driving x mm-hmm. because it's it, talk like google you are on the fastest route this direction yeah exactly right they don't say your normal route would have been this Dude, you know like google should start a fucking news <gasps> network google would be efficient wait they do have google news do they but but it just like searches other news people and then presents it all to oh you. no i need them i, I need, need them to be the producers they have a positive spin they do we should pitch this to Google. I, I like this because they, they I think they get it, which is why they've been around. Yes. They get it because they like. It's about making people's lives better and easier. Not de- like demeaning or like noticing bad things happening right. around them. The news. Not to say that you don't need to know the bad stuff happening around you. Correct. You know, because there's a certain time, but, but they need to balance it more. Right now it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. And. Like I said, after after a certain point, there's no longer a return. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a service to keep pushing some of the stories that they're pushing. So put some utility beto- behind what you're producing and make it so it's benefiting people's lives and making it easier for them to live. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. Sorry, did you have any other points? I'm kind of cutting you off again. Well, I'm saying... Google was so successful because they made people's lives easier and better. Mm-hmm. If the news can do that, they're still going to make their money. It's just they're so tied in the current way that they're so in love with the way they're making their money is that it's so hard for them to change. That's true. You're right. You know, the the better way then is really just to start something else. Yeah. Google. Sh- show them. Google show them. And Apple. Show them the difference. Right. Mm hmm. And then let them struggle to be next up, you know, or, or, you know, struggle to catch up. Let's throw a fucking Uber in there, dude. Let's Uber. (sighs) Let's Uber. Let's Uber the fucking current news network. Did you, I don't know if you were telling me or someone else, Uber has like a, uh, an audio conferencing like app. Wait, what? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Well, Uber is, you know, basically an application, um, driving company, right? Mm Mm-hmm. One of their big ones would be the car Uber part, right? But yep. it's basically a, a, a kick-ass platform where you track your miles and, and you know passengers and stuff like that. But it's application-driven, so they had they made an application for like web conferencing. Oh, really? Yeah, I I've just heard about that. Oh, that's just, pretty cool. And I I, th- I told my you know someone was like, oh Uber conference, and I was like, what the hell are <laughs> you talk? I'm not getting in a car, to, you know. Like <laughs> I was really confused, but they were like, oh no, like they make some other applications oh wow no what i'm saying is like what uber did to the taxi mm-hmm. is what someone should do to news kind of shake it up a little bit shake it up a little bit oh. 
I like this. But it, it, you know, to compete with the news, you have to kind of go big right away. It's not something you can grow because I feel like there's a ton of people doing it small and so it just trying needs some to investment. grow it. It just needs to hit. Do you know what I mean? And shock the current news and the way the news works now. All right. This is a brilliant idea. I like. You know what? We engineered the shit out of this. You know what we're gonna do with this? Tipsy engineered it. We're gonna run with it. We're, How about us? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go we're gonna go right now and write a business plan. Boom, with a couple more beers. All right. With that, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna be writing the business plan. <laughs> we're gonna be getting back to be, with you guys about the Tipsy Engineering newscast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Tipsy Engineering Podcast. Once again, please feel free to hit us up on Instagram at Tipsy Engineering or email us at tipsyengineering at gmail.com. Thank you once again and have a good night. This episode of the Tipsy Engineering Podcast was made possible by our good friends at Milwaukee Rag. Contact Milwaukee Rag for their screen printing, embroidery, and t-shirt design. Also, logo design. They make some of the best t-shirts in the world because these folks are on the World Wide Web. Reach them at milwaukeerag.com. That's milwaukeerag.com. Or give them a phone call at 414-750-4447 or email them at milwaukeerag at gmail.com.